Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albu Kurikay. Welcome to the program. Um, uh, you know what that means? That that means the whole city enters heat dome. One man lives. One o five yesterday. Another one o five or today. It was it one o five today? Yeah. It's unacceptable. It's a heat dome. I don't know if you've it's heard a that. Heat dome. Steve, what, Steve, what it is? Steve Stocker joining us on the program to break down heat domes tomorrow. That's actually real. Four thirty tomorrow. Join us as Steve Stucker joins us. We're going to talk heat domes. Um, well, and also he's got a cool event going on on the 29th, but primarily heat dome talk. So my, Fred, let me tell you, okay. my mother and father, yes. madly in love, about to celebrate their 50th anniversary. I am Fred Slow. You are Van Nunley. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Hi, Fred Slow. <laughs> Van Nunley here. We, we led our own show with Steve Stucker's name. My mother, who loves her husband, like I said, celebrating 50 years. Van Senior. At the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Going to beautiful, historic Las Vegas, not New Mexico, Nevada, They're to going celebrate. To hold up. Hold up. But I know how you're going to finish this story, and I'm going to let you get there. Okay. But first, this is like Kanye interrupting Taylor Swift. Thank you. You're telling me that your parents, your rents, mm-hmm. are doing a celebration of marriage party in beautiful and historic Las Vegas, Nevada, the center of Americana, my absolute favorite form of American history. And I am not currently invited to this thing. Is that no, what you're because me? I'll be gone, and you have to hold down the program. No, that is not a fact. Hold New down the plan. You and young Cassie. Nuh-uh. We, here's what we're doing. Okay. I'm you flying. Feel, you feel free. Yeah, I'm flying Spirit Airline to get there. Okay, obviously. Okay, Dumb. I'm flying Spirit. I'm One going there. Where, where are you guys staying? Somewhere nice? Or are you staying at like the? Well, I'm not going to give exact locations. All right. So you're at the roadside. The end. city is enough. The over the overdose inn. I'm assuming you guys are staying at one level above. Is that. this a name? If you say the hotel, that people would be like, I know that that is a hotel in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada. No, because it's an Airbnb somewhere in an undisclosed location. Okay. I refuse to go to Henderson with you in an Airbnb, but what I don't refuse is to show up in the city of. Sin? Sin City? Mm-hmm. I don't refuse to show up in Sin City uninvited and unbeknownst to your family to last-minute crash a celebration of mar- a 50-year celebration of marriage with your mother and father's closest family and friends and Fred Slow and whatever girl he met on the Internet. Perfect. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. Uh, get tickets to the Beatles Love Show. That's I've already been. It's yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's the city of love that weekend. Well, all you celebrate Van Senior and Sandra. All you need is love, love, love. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I saw it years ago. I believe it was at was that the Bellagio? No, it's at the Mirage. I saw it at yeah. the Mirage. Mirage. Perhaps. Sure. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know the tricks on these. You don't buy tickets ahead of time. So you walk into the box office and they sell you half these like an hour before the thing. Right. Yeah. But we wanted to ensure. That we had tickets. So we already bought them. You're sitting together. 
Yeah, of course. So what I'm going to do is, no matter what, I'm going to sit somewhere else during, and I'm going to claim that my view is better. Everyone will appreciate that. Thank what, you. If you guys be like, great show you've been going on about. I'd be like, yeah, wild wherever that lion showed up and spit fire, and then its mane became that lady's hair as she rose out of the ground, and your family's going to go, oh, we didn't see that. I'm going to go, I know. And then I'm going to keep making up more fabulous things that happened because my angle was so much better. That was at the Imagine Dragons concert, Fred. That wasn't at the Beatles' love. Thunder! Back to the original story. Steve Stocker joining us tomorrow at 4.30. The folks are madly in love. But at the top of Sandy Kay's shortlist, my beautiful mother. Also Van Seniors. Is one Steve Stucker. On her past list, you got one Steve Stucker, one Tom Selleck, and one Ryan Sandberg. That's the kitchen pass. So Steve Stucker has a chance, if he wants to, starting tomorrow on this program, I like to how- break up my family. Right before their 50-year anniversary. I like how for men it's a hall pass, and for women in your lexicon it's a kitchen pass because that's where you feel women deserve to be. Well, no, for men and women it's called a kitchen pass. I believe it's called a hall pass. You get to go out into the hall. Into the hall? Yeah, like in school. Like when you leave the classroom, i.e. your relationship. She's not an exhibitionist. All right, I'm looking up hall pass versus kitchen pass as you fill time. They're not highlighting their years of marriage in a hall. Well, actually, technically, they are with what you're describing. They're technically going (laughs) to Las Vegas, Nevada and celebrating in a celebration hall. Okay, so Kitchen Pass does not exist according to the Internet. Okay, well, type it in differently. Probably spell it correctly, I'm assuming. A Kitchen Pass or just Pass is a long, flat bench of space between the kitchen and the seating area of a restaurant. It's usually run by the head chef or, in some restaurants, highly experienced waiters. There you go. Hall pass is what you're talking about. An exemption given by your lover or partner to engage in fooling around activities with a famous person. <laughs> Kitchen pass. Permission given to one's partner, usually from wife to husband, to go out independently on a social outing. Are you on Urban Dictionary? Because I've told you that's the one that doesn't count. Okay, now let me look it up on Urban Dictionary. But the, <laughs> the results are going to be wildly different. It's a short Tuesday episode for the program as the isotopes take over our media network at 5 o'clock, so they will have pregame at 5.45. We're going to take you up until 5.45, just a little Fred and Van special. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world of professional baseball as we didn't really make the effort yesterday or last week, as we should have at the All-Star game, to do like the first half breakdown. We didn't talk about like our cheers. We didn't talk about our jeers. There's, in my opinion, two of the most exciting baseball players in the history of the game are currently playing the game right now. Sure. And I think it would be fun to go into one from the American League, one from the National League. We'll talk about that at length. Also, the collapse of the Pirates, who started 20-8, and eight, and now they're, I think they're sitting 21-44 and 44 since that break, which is incredibly disappointing to anyone who accidentally got excited about the Pirates. Pirates going to pirate, baby. I could have called that one. Biggest disappointment of the year thus far, you believe, is the New York Mets. Is that correct? Obviously. Yes. It is, right? Yeah. The money is there. Even more so than the Padres. Also, with the trade deadline coming up, this one is interesting because I didn't realize until we sat down doing a little pre-production, the Dodgers are currently sitting fifth in overall payroll. And if you would have asked me blindly what they were, I would have said number two. Number two. I, I would have said yeah. behind the Mets. So it turns out they got a little more coin than I thought they did because they moved the Tucker boys. They uh, the what's the cast name Bollinger? No, the outfielder Bellinger. Yeah. So they moved him. They they came up on a little bit of money. And how smart the front office is to have that conversation about Shohei Otani win early. And they started that thing and they've set them up in a prime position. 
So it looks like he is probably going to be the landing spot because if you are the Angels of Anaheim County, California, off the five, then you cannot go and get nothing for the best baseball player ever at 28 years old who you've never won with. That's sad. And his teammate, the best player in baseball before he showed up, Mike Trout, haven't done anything for him either. You just got to blow it all up, take it as a loss, take your licks, get a hall of pro- the biggest hall of prospects in Ever. the history of baseball. The Herschel Walker. A pro- I want You're the right. Herschel Walker trade to be renamed the Shohei Otani trade. It will be. That's what I want. Even for a rental. What's not it? even not even knowing that you have him for two, three, four, five, ten years. Just a rental will be the biggest trade market ever. It's a he's either thirty four or thirty five. I don't know if Tom had dingers right now. Us uh, add two. That's wild. Yeah. He's at 37 or 38 dingers. 36 today. Incredible. Yeah. Probably by the time we go on air, he would have hit number 37, 38, 39, and 40. That's what I'm in saying. His first Every four, at bats. In his first four at bats. Correct. Can you, like, what's another sport where you can identify offense and defense? Football? Like, okay. baseball has offense and defense. Football is offensive defense. I wouldn't say basketball does. That's like a transitional one. Just about every sport has offense and defense, Fred. Oh, I don't think so. I know we don't talk a lot of sports on this program, but just about every sport has offense and defense. I want to say the football one is specific because it's different guys. Well, that's the one where they say defense wins championships. Oh, they say that in everything. Everyone's an idiot with that. That's, yeah. the, that's the least true sentence in the Not history. Not since the Chicago Bears of the 80s has defense won a championship. If you wanted to talk to me about the Scratch that. The, Ravens. the early 2000 Ravens. Yeah. yeah. That would be the one. And sure. some might argue the Tampa Bay Buccaneers two years later. And then mm-hmm. what happened? The cover two got figured out. And no one, those defenses didn't work anymore. Those defenses worked for two years before everyone else figured them out. Not impressive. Just like every niche change in the high water mark of the NFL. Yeah. You got two, maybe three good years of the new shiny thing, and then you just got to go back to doing it right. I don't know if you ever go back now. I'll give you an example. Like moving from under the center with uh, three clouds of du- or three yards in a cloud of dust, going to the only shotgun offense now. Right. Yeah, it's it's so incredibly different. Well, that's all zone blocking stuff too, which is a conversation for another time. With that said, baseball right now, as exciting and climactic as it has been. You saw it this past weekend with what? The Retro Dukes game. You were there. How many people yeah. were there? Uh, just under uh, quintuple digits. So I would say a little just under 10,000. 10, just short of 10. Yeah. And, call, it, call it eight. Well, and that's what, like, minor league baseball is higher attendance. There that, was probably 8,000 people in the stadium. Yeah. 6,000 of them were in the the merch line to get Dukes gear. Steve Palmasano is unreal. They dude. crushed it. Let's do this. Huge hit. Let's step away for a second, but whenever we step back from that second, let's continue to go down the National League and the American League, talk about the first half of baseball. Uh, And then from there, uh, I think it's too early and maybe unnecessarily to do postseason predictions, but I think it'd be a lot of fun to talk about uh, who's here and why we're surprised. So we'll do that as well. Whenever we get back, it's more Two Men On. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, the Tuesday of sports talk. All right, Van, so we were talking before the break. We were talking Shohei Otani. We are talking trade value. We are talking about how he has to leave a team where he's never had success to go to a team where he will perhaps never lose again. We think it's, you and I believe, it's probably the Dodgers as the front runner. We've seen their minor league system. We know what they look like. But we are talking about a football team being able to, in one trade, 
trade for the best offensive player and the best defensive player at the exact same time. And I'm not sure what the football equivalent of that is, but if that's – you get to trade for – Patrick Mahomes is probably the best offensive player in football, right? right? So you get to trade for Patrick Mahomes, and who's the best defensive player in football? Let's call him Aaron Donald. Okay, Aaron Donald. Yeah. You get to get both guys at the exact same time? Right. That's what – this that's what's about to happen to Major League Baseball. Some team is going to get the best guy offensively and defensively that you can possibly get, and it changes your franchise for the next low end five years, high end ten years. Sell the farm. You have to sell the whole thing. Yeah. If if I was the Angels, I would just hand Shohei Otani a blank check. Mm-hmm. Says whatever you say to fill this in. I'm assuming we're going to make that all back through worldwide partnerships. It's going to be an insane amount of money that Shohei Otani gets, but his reach is so broad. I saw a stat. Your organization is going to make all their money back. I don't know how factual this is. I saw a stat that said on any given Shohei Otani Major League Baseball game, there can be upwards of 60 million people watching it from, like, Japan and East Asia alone. Right. What? 60 million? It's the most watched. What? It's the most watched. When he starts and he's in the lineup worldwide, it's, That's the most watched, it it's the most watched event in the world. I don't know, dude. <laughs> like it's a that's a blank check. I mean, a lot of my comp is he's going to make at least six hundred million dollars, ten years, six hundred million dollars. To me, he's a three hundred fifty million dollar hitter and a two hundred fifty million dollar pitcher. Smash those together, he's worth six hundred milli. That's sixty million a year. You're going to make more than $60 million a year in worldwide partnerships because Shohei Otani's on your team. It pays for itself. Do you think he loves the game? Oh, it's apparent he loves the you game. Do you think he does? Oh, 100%. You know how I feel about professional athletes and the idea that they it's just a job to them. Right. You know, we've talked about this a lot. I think famously, not to cast any shade over anyone in any organization that people cheer about here, I think Chris Bryant's an example. Chris Bryant has publicly talked about how it's just a game to him. Right. Like, or excuse me, it's just a job. A job. Yeah, yeah, does not care. I think Anthony Rendon has famously said some similar things. And the idea to me that Shohei Otani, when you bring him in, other guys have to not just keep up with his level on the playing surface, but they have to keep up with his level in the clubhouse and during the travel and, and all these things. And I know MLBPA is not the crappy NFL, and these guys aren't gambling nonstop on the road. And if they are, it's not causing a problem. Right. You know, so it's like you're not just getting all that stuff on the field. You're getting the culture stuff. You're getting, like, all of this exposure stuff that you're talking about. And then you get to go to who? You get to go to the organization and say, hey, organization, you can sign a guy, which, by the way, L.A. doesn't need help. Like, L.A. draws, what's a fair number, 12,000 more fans than every other team. Right. A day on a Tuesday. Shoei Otani will fill the Coliseum, not the Coliseum, that's Oakland. They will fill Dodger Stadium on a Tuesday and a Wednesday and a Thursday because he's there. That's right. wild. We, we addressed that he's a game changer to the success of your ball game, your ball club, immediately. He's leading the league in home runs as a hitter. He's leading the league in batting average against as a pitcher. That means he's leading the league in home runs, the most important stat. And he's leading the league in batting average against, the most important stat. He's the hardest to hit off of in Major League Baseball, and he's leading the league in dongs. We talked about how he's going to immediately pay for himself with worldwide partnerships and sponsorships, butts in the stands, 
concessions. He's going to make money hand over fist. Well, and the Dodgers will, too, because every guy they bring in, that's part of their sell now. Right. Like, you don't just hit this audience. When you have Right Guard as a sponsor, that is seen by the world. Right. And then now, just like you mentioned, he's going to change the dynamics in your clubhouse because of his work ethic and because of his passion for the game. You got a group of dudes who had a long road trip. Like, hey, let's go out. Let's have a nice steak dinner. Let's go to the club. Let's get hammered. Let's mm-hmm. relieve some steam. Oh, the Fred Slow approach. They're going to, exactly. Yeah. They're going to look at each other and be like, you know what? Let's go grab a quick, healthy dinner because we got to get up at four in the morning to go exercise with Shohei because Shohei is going to be the standard bear on our team from now on. If it's not L.A., let's gonna change everything. Let's say it's not. Let's say it's East Coast. And the one I see in the East Coast, I think, is Baltimore. Baltimore has, I think, 10 of the top 100 guys and I think eight of the top 100 prospects. I get it. You can't sit here and tell me that prospects are going to turn out to be top-tier players. I I recognize all that stuff. With that said, you want to have a pipeline that has those grades. And the Angels need those kind of guys. Because I think the Angels are sitting at six or seven of the top 100 guys right now. And if you can have 20 of them, I know that's not a real number, but if you can get close to it, 20 of the top 100 prospects in the game in your organization, that's that's pretty good ammunition for a gun that you're going to want to shoot down the road. Yeah, and, and you have, um, you know, speaking of gun, you got more bullets in the chamber with Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, and a couple other rentals that you can trade off for other pieces too. This trade deadline, the Angels can completely stock their well, farm system and, like, just hit the reset button. Well, and it's not even just the reset button, though, because what they can do, what it, we're talking about, not just the playing the field, we're talking about what the marketing thing, right? So... Uh, currently in the Orioles organization, number one baseball prospect and absolute dude, Jackson Holiday. Okay. You start, you trade Jackson Holiday. You trade the number one prospect in baseball for Shohei Otani. I promise you, you do it. There's no conversation. Right. You throw in the rest of those guys too. Even for a rental. Even. Yeah. You trade him. And then if you're the Angels, you start what? You start that momentum on that train. Mm-hmm. Like that train is going faster than the train in Mission Impossible this week in the best movie ever made by human beings. Okay. You stop with that. It's incredibly good. I want that Scientology propaganda. It's, Get that out of here. It, don't sit down and listen to Tom Cruise talk about Scientology. Never. You'll join. I'm not going to sit around and listen to him talk about impossible missions either. It's part of the impossible mission force, the IMF. Mm-hmm. Pretty sweet. Jackson Holiday starts his journey with the Angels where he has what? He has L.A. money behind him. He's got the marketing machine. He's got the push. He's got the whole thing. He shows up. Number one, you put that jersey in the team store that second. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you start painting the outside of the spring training facility. Biggest poster you've ever seen. Inside the building, holiday. It's 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 about to be holiday season. Like, you start all these, like, super good. We got the youngest one. We're going to do that thing. You have to. Your Your example is the Orioles. And I see about 10 teams, maybe could, even 15, all do the same thing. who are going to be on the phone nonstop with the Angels front office until the trade deadline. The Rays, the Blue Jays, the Yankees probably won't go there because they, they probably just want to buy them next year. You're going to tell me the Yankees won't go there when currently leading them in like every offensive category is Aaron Judge, who's missed 50% of the freaking season? Right. They need this dude. They yearn for him. I think the Rangers are a good landing spot. I can't see the Astros making a move that big because they value younger guys too much. But, I mean, National League, you got a lot of people that make a splash. Marlins know they, they're not going to pay $600 million, no. but they've got chocked full of young talent, and they could use Shohei Otani as a rental. You know the Phillies and Mets are going to be calling on them. What about the Reds, the upstart Reds? 
Like, they got all the talent in the world, and they could make a real push. They need Shohei Otani and another starter, if, and they're as, they're as good as anybody in baseball. If I'm the LAAAAAAA Angels, if the Reds call me, I'm ending up with LA De La Cruz no matter what. And the Reds don't want to do that. Because from all those things that aren't on the baseball field, all those, what, marketing dollars, that stuff we just talked about, he's the one guy in the league that cannot be traded right now. He's the one guy in the league that you cannot trade for Shohei Otani, which is crazy to me that there's a name that even exists at that level. There's a very small handful of players that you don't trade for Shohei Otani right now. You control him forever. The outfield of the Atlanta Braves, you don't trade. You don't trade Ellie De La Cruz. Braves don't. This is going to sound crazy. Braves don't need Shohei Otani. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to say. They're, Braves right now, except for the Tampa Bay Rays run at the beginning of the year, the Braves are night and day the best team in baseball. They're first, second, and third best team in baseball right now. I don't know what their minor league AAA. I don't know. And you know what? AAA is kind of an interesting one. Because not necessarily your organization is trying to pick your AAA. They want some guys there. Your yeah. best talent you got there, they want mm-hmm. it. They that's almost a given. It's the guys with the young, the contractually controlled, the can throw a hundo or whatever, double A guys. Yeah. Those are the guys they want to get. I don't know if the I don't know if the Braves have that. I'm assuming they do. If they do everything else right, why wouldn't they be doing that right? Yeah, I agree with you there. But I, I, I see twelve as many as fifteen teams in the market for Shohei Otani just for a rental. Oh, I see way less than that in the market to actually pay him and lock him down. Yeah, any number of teams can can give up the farm and have Shohei Otani as a rental and make a deep playoff run. Is the last thought on this? Because I guess what are we entering? Entering tomorrow, so that's Wednesday. Are they five games back in the AL wild card? In the third. So if they're five games back, four games, it don't matter. They're close, right? You have a chance right now, but also Mike Trout's out for like eight weeks with this with hammock bone. Ham- I don't know what that is. Yeah, hammock bone. Yeah, what is it's that? It's a little floating bone in your hand. Oh, well. Everyone should have them removed. Ain't working. Yeah. They're the they're the friggin' gallbladder of bones. Whenever we get it's back. Stupid bone. <laughs> the, la- the last 10 of this one before we hand it over to Isotope's radio network. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Welcome back to the program. John Lopez, Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Of course, we started our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Big weekend this past weekend with the Albuquerque Duke store as they were live and in charge, large and in charge. They were large and in charge over at Isotopes Park. Uh, And you told me, Van, and I talked to Steve Palmasano because I wasn't there. I was at Pro Wrestling. We talked about this. You were there. You said they sold all the merch. All of the merch. Right when I walked in, you know I like to be early. Yeah. I like to smell the smells you buy and, that con- and get the feel. Did you buy that Contistador hat you were talking about? Didn't come in. Okay. So now I got one for next year, though. <laughs> How about that? How about that? How about that? Yeah, okay. yeah they, they crushed it. Right when I walked in, the line, I mean, in the Duke's pop-up shop was right next to yeah. the uh, Topes team store. And I got The line pop- wrapped up. all the way around the concourse past Dion's. The Duke's merch that's been flying around. Yeah. This weekend and this week, it's going to be it's prolific as one could imagine. Well, and with the heat dome, they were probably like, is this the Dippin' Dots line? Mm. Yeah, with the heat dome, they're probably going to lop off some sleeves from then Duke's merch. Steve Starker joining us on the program tomorrow. I'm I'm back end again to, to lopping off sleeves. Have I talked to you about this? Um, No, let's get into uh, okay. it. Okay. 
I think I have more free t-shirts than anyone I've ever met. Moving forward, if I get a free t-shirt from a thing, I'm lopping the sleeves off. Are you doing the deep pits or deep just pits. a regular sleeve? No, deep pits. Deep pits, too? Super deep pits. Hmm. I'm talking like, oh, like what's the small, the, the hand bone of my collarbone is the only thing that's going to be exposed. Like, there's going to be no collarbone coverage. But strangers can count the number of ribs. That you have exposed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it, a lot. Oh, well, yeah. Except for my fluffy midsection. That's going to okay. slow them down okay. for making that count. Okay. That, well, that's not where the sleeves are. Yeah. That's how low yeah. I go. <laughs> You're going to crop it up, too? <laughs> oh You're going to Ezekiel Elliott? The, and then I'm going to cut um, I'm gonna cut little, what's it called when you cut little streamers into it? Or you put some little, little dangly tassely boys? Yeah. Little, like, 80s tassely boys. Like, pro wrestling tassely boys. Uh, see, that's where it always leads back to pro yeah. wrestling. And then Here we are I'm, again. What am I going to do? Every other one, I'm going to tie them off. No, every three, I'm going to braid them down, tie them off. It's going to be a cool look. Also, you can't wash it because it'll get caught in the washer. Okay. Um, your bar for cool look is quite low, my friend. It's, uh, super cool. Super coolest look. Are there, like, stay cool tips at baseball? Stay cool as in, like... Like, say you're a fan, right? Bring a bag of ice to dip a... To sit on? A, <laughs> bring your own little sash and dip it in some ice water, hey, put I, it around your neck. I don't know if scientifically what I'm about to say is accurate, but I'm going to tell you my perception of it is very accurate. The dipped in ice water sash is perhaps the greatest relief that you can physically feel in life. Second. On a hot day. Number, it's, it's a silver medalist. What's the first one popping your back? Cold beer. On a hot day? Cold beer on a hot day. Yeah. Makes a lot of problems go away. Stepping into the shade. Mm. Yeah, and then just... Well, I assuming we were in the drug. shade when we put our ice-watered sash on and had a cold beer. I feel often if you need ice water sash, you're in a place where you're perpetually stuck in the sun see i i'm not an ice water uh sash guy oh man i am i don't want to trick my body into thinking it's cooler than it actually is i just want to keep sweating with my cold beer in the shade and then eventually move out of the heat so i might die soon all of these idiots that went out to death valley the other day because it was 116 is that what it was uh 130 100 yeah 131 my bad yeah so all these idiots that went out to death valley the other day and they're like not that hot but i can really feel my body working like that's you dying that's you dying that's That's your body working overtime to make sure you don't die also it's not just like americans that are there like there was like a big thing from like australians sure to like make their way across the pond or is that english it doesn't matter wrong one so uh across the the colder pond (laughs) and so for them to get and be like hey let's go you already have all of australia sure there's only most of Australia you cannot. Oh, I don't, I don't get the big problem here. It's not that hot. I, we got a, they call it a heat dome. It's just a normal day in Sydney. You call that a heat dome? This is a heat. And you're like, no, that's actually like a sacred grounds for Aborigines people. It's actually it's not, it's not so bad. They call it it's a, it's a dry heat. They do say that. <laughs> My biggest disappointment of the year thus far is my St. Louis Cardinals van. They are um, they are booty, man. I I wanted to like try to find a way to be like, hey, we're gonna do some cool things. We're gonna figure this thing out. We're not a team that is booty. <sighs> They're designating like players that should be traded at this point. 
Sean Mazalek's got to go. I know that's not a super good conversation for Albuquerque Radio, but I just don't know. It's I, Yadier Molina next year. To be the manager? Yes. It has to be. When they signed Wilson Contreras and then for some reason took him out from behind the plate because he couldn't figure out the pitching staff. So weird. And then put the Kinsler kid back there and he's not the guy. No. No. You give Wilson Contreras all the monies telling the fan base that we're going to be fine when they traded catchers of the future forever, which, by the way, I get. I mean, Yardin Molina played 20 years. But I cannot wrap my head around how poor the professional baseball team in St. Louis, Missouri is. It's like they're as bad as the professional baseball team on the south side of New York. The Mets are overwhelmingly the biggest disappointment in all of baseball. Spending that record amount, pulling in perennial all-stars, pulling in perennial Cy Young candidates, but besides the biggest disappointment in baseball, (laughs) number two is your Cardinals. I did not see this coming. No. Their hot corner was 1-2 in the MVP vote last year. They have two of the best players in baseball. Barely had an all-star this year because you have to. Because you have to. By rule. They pitied them. They're terrible. Like, how? And then the biggest surprise in baseball is the Texas Rangers. Not that big of a surprise. Hold up. What are you going to tell me is a bigger surprise? They have a really good farm system like the past five years, and they spent yeah, I saw a it. record amount of money on a middle infield. Like They're pretty good. Even last year, they underperformed. So what's your biggest surprise if it's not the Texas Rangers? Because it is for me. Oh, it's obviously the Reds. Could be the Reds. Yeah, I knew the Reds. Baltimore. The Reds had a stocked farm system with some young studs. But calling up, calling up five rookies in one year, and they're all friggin' studs? Yeah, what, you think you're the Rockies? That's an embarrassment of riches. That's so funny. <laughs> the Reds, if the Reds get an arm or two, they can go the whole way with five starting rookies. Ugh. And Baltimore. Watch, and watch, your Cardinals. I've seen this before, oh, Fred. No. Okay. Don't do it. 21 in a row. Don't do it. They are 13 games under 500. They usually don't put themselves in that bad of a spot, but I've seen them underperform first half after first half, and they're going to call up some tiny little white boy who plays a utility position. Are you talking about Addison Hustle? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he He's going to hit 450 yeah. throughout the stretch, and then they're going to call up. They're going to trade for some middling left-handed reliever. Yeah, middle of the rotation. 67 miles per yep. hour, and he's going to throw two no-hitters, and then the Cardinals will come storming back, and they're going to win the Central in the last day of the year. I've seen your stupid Cardinals do this over and over Cardinals again, so I'm not counting them out. Five, they had a 0.5% chance of making the Major League Baseball playoffs. They're going to do it again. I have a new favorite player in baseball. We haven't talked about him much this season because this is brand new to me. This Felix Bautista cat, the reliever for the Orioles. Unhittable. This dude's insane. Yeah. And I didn't know that his entrance, have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. You're in Baltimore. I don't watch The Wire. I, uh-huh. I get the reference. Yeah. Whenever he's coming out of the bullpen to close out a game, it's the whistle from Omar from yeah. The Wire. Omar's coming. <laughs> Baltimore loses it. If you are a... It's genius. It's genius. It is absolutely genius. If you're an opposing hitter, and you look at this, this is as tough as Warriors. This is as tough as 
any call out that you can do. Yeah. This would go in the top tier. If we were doing an I nine varsity of call outs, this would be on the list. And he doesn't play around. He no. doesn't throw a lot of pitches. He throws it right down your throat every time. Just hit me. Yeah. I dare you I'm to throw hit it me. fast. I don't need to be creative. Look at these cool guys behind me. They'll get a hundred mile an hour fastball and a ninety mile an hour slider. We're Do not, your best. We're not quite making it to five o'clock for our teller tease, but right. that is okay because you'll be listening to Isotopes Baseball right here on the Sports Animal. Big thank you to Josh Tucson for taking the days off, and he's going to bring you the broadcast tonight. And you and I are done early, so if you want to come down and see us at, well, let's not spoil anything. Let's recap it on Wednesday. Don't come and see us, but we're going to have a fun recap okay. of what we're doing tomorrow. Stoked. That's going to be the one. Final words, Big Dog? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but anything that we didn't cover, which only for three segments and 45 minutes today, yeah. is quite ample. We'll be covered tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff and JJ. We're going to get that email saying, why no NFL talk? Because it, it's a baseball Tuesday. The ice top start at 5. Yeah. I want to talk baseball today. Baseball to baseball. Support your topes, bros. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke. Thank you.